Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for The Everyday Guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Welcome to It Could Happen Here, a podcast about things falling apart. And today, it's it's it, there, there's there's a little bit of them getting put back together, but today's mostly them falling apart. Um, I'm your host, Christopher Wong. With me, I have Lucy, who is a teacher in Chicago Public Schools and is part of the Teachers Union. And today, we're going to be talking about just the absolute shit show that is being inflicted on teachers and students in Chicago Public Schools. And Lucy, how how are you? How are you doing? Um. You know, it's it's been kind of weird, but all in all, I'm in good spirits. I think my sisters and brothers in CTU are in good spirits, so we're going to keep fighting the good fight. Hell yeah. So b- before before we fully start to get into the teachers union and Lori Lightfoot's fuckery, I, I want to sort of get a bit of context for people who don't live in Chicago or just don't know much about Illinois politics because 
Lori, you know, if, if if you read sort of like media accounts of this, like you 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 may be sort of misled into into thinking that there's like even some semblance of good faith going on here from Lori Lightfoot, and like I just I just want to like do a great like a Lori Lightfoot greatest hits reel for a second. So Lightfoot, like immediately after she got elected, like the, the one of the, like the first thing she does is she starts she she literally she's like okay, there's too much crime on the subway. We're gonna put SWAT teams on them, and so you know you just be on the red line. And there's a SWAT team. And, you know, because, again, this is what happens when you put a SWAT team on the fucking subway. They immediately shot a dude in the back for nothing. He was literally no reason. They just shot him in the back. Um, so that that was like that was like like the, the first like few weeks of, of Lightfoot. And then during the uprising, she like she she turned the rich part of Chicago into like a medieval castle. Like she like, like like raised all the drawbridges into the middle of the city so that no one could get into the central part of the city. It was like it was awful. And then, you know, then. As, as as we sort of like, there, there's more and more sort of bad Lightfoot stuff. Uh, most recently, so Chicago got uh, a, a bunch of aid money from the federal government, and she spent two hundred and eighty-one million dollars of it paying the police, not the schools. Yeah, nope. And uh, <laughs> CPD, like these again. I, I I think I've talked about this before, but like when when the CIA was like our initial torturing program failed, where do we go? To like find people who know how to torture, they brought in a Chicago police detective, like and you know and, and this is you know CPD like like there's there's two halves of CPD right there's there's like the torture CPD and then related to them but not necessarily identical is the part of the CPD that's just a cartel, like there there was there was a thing in in uh at the beginning of the uh, the 2010s where like it turned out that like the almost like the like huge parts of the CPD were literally just a cartel they were running drugs they were just like doing shakedowns for and and like one person total like got arrested by the FBI for it, and everyone else is just still there. It, it's great. It's a it's a time. So th- this is this is who Lori Lightfoot is. Um she sucks. Like everyone hates her. Like like her the people who should be her political allies hate her. Like Chicago Chicago got like a police reform bill. And the reason it was like a very mild one, but the reason it happened was just that like like the like the, the alderman passed it out of just pure spite because of how much they don't like Lightfoot. So this is this is the this has been my my Christopher shouts at Lori Lightfoot <laughs> <laughs> intro to this, but yeah, needless to say, Lightfoot not acting in good faith, just absolutely She's a awful. Batman villain. Yeah, it's She's a Batman <laughs> villain. It's incredible. <laughs> no, actually, that's not fair because a lot of Batman villains are kind of right. Yeah. She's not. <laughs> yeah, she she, um, she 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 she's like the nightmare fusion of like Batman and a Batman villain. It's like what if what if you like the worst aspects of both and then made them the mayor? It's it's a yeah. yeah. I I've been kind of um, so I I moved here uh, almost a year ago from a smaller city and I did not like the mayor in my city and he he really was a big fan of like the Lori Lightfoot playbook but um, I guess people weren't as politically involved there. And my first week working in Chicago public schools, um, somebody mentioned the mayor, mentioned Lori, and everybody kind of groaned. And I, I was like, oh, you don't like her? You don't like your mayor? And I mean, I knew they didn't, but I was just kind of testing the waters. And this lady looks at me and goes, we hate her. <laughs> I swear, like if you mention her name. Yeah. In this city, people practically spit on the ground. It's like it's amazing because again, like like, like Chicago, you mentioned a demon. Yeah, it's like like Chicago, Chicago, notoriously, we all hate our politicians, but like 
Lightfoot, like, like there, there were you would find Rahm Emanuel supporters, right? Like, Lightfoot. I don't is just know like, a single lawyer like, like outside of the schools within the schools. Everyone I know, yeah, here, it's they, like even even her. the cop, even the cops don't like her. Like she just she keeps she keeps funneling hundreds of like billions of dollars <laughs> into them, and they still don't like her. It's like it's incredible. How do you unite the teachers' union and the police union on something? <laughs> It's the only thing that they've ever agreed on is fuck Lori Lightfoot. Yeah, it's, it's it's really incredible. Uh, so, Lori Lightfoot's latest scheme. Um, yeah. Do Do you want to explain? I guess go go back a little bit in in into the history of sort of how how Chicago and Chicago public schools have kind of been responding to COVID, and then how they just did this stuff and yeah well i guess like yeah give, give us some background like what's going on right now well i'm gonna preface with two things one i am fairly new here so i don't know all of the details and two i really want to emphasize that i'm just here talking for myself i don't represent ctu in any way this is just i wanted to talk about my feelings on things so um what i do know is they were doing remote learning. And when I arrived here in March, we were fully remote. And um, then in the fourth marking period, so like around, like after spring break, um, we moved to a hybrid model. So we had parents and kids could like choose if they wanted to stay online or if they wanted to be in person. Um, I think like 60% or more, depending on what school, um, chose the online option. Like a lot of parents just were not comfortable putting their kids in. Um, I know that there's been like a ton of talk about, um, you know, like the most economically disadvantaged families need the schools open, but it's kind of been the reverse. It's been the people who have, um, more means are more interested in opening and people who, uh, are less well-off are a little more resistant to it. I mean, that's not the same across the board. I don't Mm. want to generalize too much, but that's been what I've seen. Um, I think if I had to guess it, there's a lot of history behind that. Like, um, I mean, first of all, just can your family afford an illness like this and people living in multi-generational households? And I think something that CPS and our government in general really fail to acknowledge is just how how much mistrust there is between government institutions, public schools, and um, people of color. I mean, for good reason. You know, they have been repeatedly just screwed over by these institutions. And I can absolutely understand why they might not trust a school district that says, hey, we'll keep your kids safe because they weren't doing it before the pandemic. Yep. Um, So we had... Uh, I had like seven kids in one of my classes and like 10 in another. And then the rest of them were online. And I'm like sitting at a computer teaching to the kids online and to the kids in the room. All the kids in the room are on their computers too, so that we can like still be like one cohesive class. Um, It was hard and it was like kind of like mentally fatiguing, like just Mm. going back and forth like that. But, you know, we made it work. I was kind of, I was really proud of us. Like we made it work. We made it happen. We stayed in contact with the families and the kids constantly. Um, And like, as things moved on, as numbers started going down, more people started wanting their kids back. Um, And then after spring break, they, um, 
well, so like after spring break, they let people come back. And then as we moved towards summer, more and more kids were coming back, which it was the school I was in was um, handling it very well. Our principal was really committed to like keeping us safe. So there was um, testing like once a week, somebody would come by and be like, yo, go get your COVID test. Um, I don't know if kids were being tested, but I know teachers were. Um, then summer happens. I ended up in a different school in the Austin neighborhood, which is um, a lot less advantaged than the one that I had been working in. And we opened back up fully in person, no remote option, like at all. Like if, Yikes. Um, the only people who could get remote were kids that were deemed medically fragile, but they had to one, submit like tons of paperwork to prove that. And two, their siblings could not stay Jesus. remote. So at that point, it's like, why? What's the point? Yeah. And if you were a teacher who had a medically fragile child in the schools, your kid could be remote, but you couldn't. So then, you know, how is that going to work? Yeah. Um, And I found in the school where I was, you know, this is the issue with Chicago and with, you know, most of the country is some schools have more resources than others. And yep. the school, I didn't know where to get tested. Nobody like told me, I think there was some kind of testing program. Not sure. Definitely nothing for students. Um, I've since moved to a high school that has more resources, but still I have not been able to figure out where the heck to get testing, which has been one of the biggest things that, uh, CTU is asking for is we want um, opt out testing instead of opt in testing. So you would automatically be registered to test. And if you didn't want to test, then you would have to opt out, which would end up with far more people getting tested yep. and make it a lot easier because I mean, a big part of why people aren't signing up is it's really hard. Like, I don't know where to find it. They, everyone's like, it's in your email yeah. somewhere. I've searched my email. I don't know. Like we get like 800 emails a day. <laughs> like, Yeah. And it's, yeah. Like, you know, I think anyone, anyone who remembers what being in a school is like those, they have, I mean, just the absolute worst bureaucratic stuff. Like it's, 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 it's like, honestly, like it, like my, my experiences with like academia and like even back in like high school, like their tech stuff was like worse than corporate tech stuff, which is like astounding. Mm-hmm. It's it is ridiculous. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Me. 
Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Do you want to jump into here into Lightfoot's like, okay, Lightfoot has like invented a new kind of COVID denialism, which is like, <laughs> yeah. like she, she, she's now turned into a, like a COVID test denialist. Like it's she, she, weird. It's incredible. Like she, she, she has, she went on this rant about how like COVID testing is a quote quasi medical procedure and how yeah. you're going to get lawsuits. Like it's, it's bizarre. Like So this, <laughs> this journalist asked her about the testing because it's, and I, I don't know which journalist that was, but I want to thank them so much because they I've seen a lot of the reporters are actually out there trying to keep CTU's demands in the conversation as opposed to this like whole, oh, lazy teachers don't want to work like fuck off. We we do want to be working. Yeah. Um, but so I, I almost thought that she had like mixed up what this person said and thought that they were talking about vaccines. But even so, like, stop it. Stop. Just stop yeah. doing that. But who is having a reaction to a COVID test? It it's is like literally a Q-tip. Like, I, a Q-tip. Like, <laughs> like you just stick it. In your, they don't even stick it that far up your nose anymore. They just do the little in your nostril or like a mouth swab. Yeah. Like, and, and I was just like, I, I, as someone who had like, I, like I genuinely did have a kind of bad reaction because the guy jabbed it up really far. And like, I was like sneezing a lot afterwards, but it's like, what? oh no yeah. you sneezed a little bit like what what, what does it even mean like and how it's not like i i feel like people are acting like this test is like this weird new technology it is it isn't like right before the pandemic or like a couple months before i had the flu and i had exactly the same kind of test they stuck yep. in a thing up my nose it was hella uncomfortable um it took like two seconds they stuck it on a little plastic thing on my bob and said oh looks like you have the flu (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Like, it's, it's, I don't know where this is coming from. I, I think it's just, she is not a very charismatic person and she's not someone who does well under pressure. And right now she's backed into a corner and she's acting out and it's been kind of wild. Like I've seen, she's, she's also throwing other people around her under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> like she says something about Pedro Martinez. Like she says, the teachers aren't in charge of this. Pedro Martinez is in charge. She's the CEO. And I'm like, okay, so you're being, <laughs> this is setting him up to take the blame on this. I saw, and- I saw another thing that you tweeted about, like it was, uh, she was like, no, no, it's actually the mayors and uh, not the mayors. Sorry. It's, it's actually the, uh, uh, it, it's the, the principals principal? who are responsible oh. for this. And the principals were like, no yeah we, we so don't, we don't. cps is kind of interesting um it, this can be really good or really bad depending on what school you're in but the principals really have a lot of autonomy over their school um i've now been in two schools where that's worked out great my principal rocks um if she ever hears this i hope she knows that i said that i think she's great um, also the principal I worked at the beginning of the school year was awful. Um, <laughs> so, but when it comes to like district wide protocols, like that's district wide. And so CPS apparently had a meeting with principals where, um, I heard some rumors about this too, but I also saw that letter that they had posted. Um, the principals are one really frustrated because CPS isn't communicating stuff with them very effectively. And so parents will be calling, like, do we have school tomorrow? And they don't know. But CTU knows and is telling their members. So the teachers all know the, like, more answers than the principals do, which is obviously really embarrassing <laughs> if you're supposed to be in charge. Um, and then they're, they were told in this meeting with CPS, school's going to be closed on Friday. Okay, school's closed on Friday. Great. Sounds good. And then Lightfoot gets on the dang news and tells everybody that it will be done on a school by school basis at principal's discretion, depending on if they have staff. So now all of these principals who had already told their students and families that um, were closing look like they're the ones who closed it as opposed like, and that's, it is rare for me to feel bad for a school principal because (laughs) that's that's my boss, you know, I don't like my boss. Um, but I feel bad for them right now. (laughs) Oh my God. Like you're just trying to like make sure that people have the information they need in a timely manner. And this lady is up here making you look like a monster. (laughs) It's so unfair. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER me 
Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. Just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Yeah, should we talk about what's been happening in the run-up to to the past sort of winter break and then the stuff that's happening now because it's very grim and bad. Yeah, so a lot of schools have been having COVID cases. Um, There's, I'm not really sure what's going on with CPS's data. It kind of seems like they're not reporting it very faithfully or accurately. Like, if you look at their tracker, there'll be cases and then suddenly they'll be gone. Um. We never really get a hard number ever. Like we'll be like, if you have a student in your class who has been quarantined, I mean, we all know it, what it is, but they don't say it. They'll be like, um, you know, uh, Johnny will be out for the next X amount of time due to health reasons. Please let him join via Google Meet. And they never do. That's the other annoying thing is like the students, I think because they are either a close contact or they're sick, um, you know, to them, it's like a, a break almost like they're not going to log in randomly. Like it's, it's just with, I think with kids, like once it stops being consistent and it's like back and forth all the time, it becomes very difficult for them to stay motivated because they're out of their routine. Like I, I sometimes hate it when people say this, but it is kind of true. Kids kind of thrive on routine. Um, So at this point now I have like, a third of my class at any given moment will just not be there. And it will be a different third of the class every, you know, it kind of like rolls through. So all of my students are at like different points in the curriculum. It's hard to like know what to teach each day because I don't know who needs what. It's hard to reach out to the kids that are at home and make sure that they get what they need because I'm so busy trying to catch these kids up and 
move these kids on and all that stuff, um, which I have seen some research. I'll see if I can find it um, after we're done that like pointed out that like remote learning isn't the worst thing that can happen. The worst thing that can happen is just flipping back and forth all the time and yeah. having huge numbers of kids absent from in-person learning. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go on break and obviously we have Omicron like sweeping through the country and we all knew that there were going to be spikes. Like we knew that. And Chicago had, what was if Illinois had some like astronomically high number of new COVID cases, like breaking records all over the place. Um, CPS has had huge increases. Yesterday we had 43,984 cases in Illinois. Wow. That's, like it's that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like this is yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so over break, like the last like the the union had been trying, has been trying forever to get CPS to come in and agree to um a few things. So one in February we had a um an agreement that schools would flip to remote if they reached a certain threshold. That agreement has expired. And CPS has refused to come to the bargaining table and negotiate a new one. They're just like, no, we don't need it. We also have been trying to get them to do the opt-out testing and a like surveillance testing program in school so we can kind of just have little bits of data to understand like where are these cases. CPS doesn't want to do this. They don't want a threshold for flipping to remote because then they would have to flip to remote yeah. and they don't want the surveillance testing because then they would have to flip to remote and they just don't want to flip to remote. Yeah. Um, so finally over break, you know, it kind of came to a head, like they were still refusing to negotiate. Like um, one of the union delegates in my building said something about um, they've been meeting, they go to these meetings, like, you know, they're like twice a week. They try to get these meetings to happen and the mayor never comes and the CEO never comes. Like they, they will either send lawyers or they don't show up. And it's like, dude sounded so tired and demoralized when he said that I felt bad for him. Um, But yeah, so we voted that we were going to go in on Monday and Tuesday, meet with our safety committees, get a feel for what's going on in school. And then we are going to, have a vote on Tuesday night as to whether or not we will do a remote work action on Wednesday. And I know a lot of people have been like trying to make it sound like this was very sudden, but it absolutely wasn't. Like we had a vote about whether or not we were interested in doing this. And then we had a vote on whether we were still interested on having a vote. And then we had the vote and the delegates voted on if they wanted to hold an official, like, should we do an action vote? We did. Um, it was like 70% voted yes. Um, there were some complaints that some people didn't get their ballots, but they did wait till they had enough yes votes to reach that two third majority that we needed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, CTU has every step of the way really been making sure um, this is actually what we want. This isn't just like unilateral things like Lori keeps throwing that word unilateral around. It wasn't unilateral. It was like at least two thirds of the teachers in this district said, I don't feel safe at school. There's not enough staff in the building right now to even teach half my kids. A third of my kids are out. This isn't working. So yeah. So we voted that we're going to stay home and work remotely. And then we got locked out. (laughs) 
Yeah, which again, like, and, and I want to, I want to sort of focus on this for a second because, like, even a lot of people who are sympathetic to 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 the teachers unions on Twitter, you see this a lot. They'll they'll be like, the the CTU went on strike, and it's like, no, they didn't. Like, it's the, not a the strike. teachers on teachers are not on strike. The teachers are t- attempting to work from home, and mm-hmm. the school district will not let them. Yeah, it's like, it's every morning. I get up at six thirty. I make my coffee and I sit down and I try to log in. And I know I won't be able to, but I do it anyway. Um, thankfully, I had thought to download as much of my materials as I could <laughs> prior to yeah. this onto my personal device. So I am still able to like create lesson plans and making some very cool social studies slides. I'm so sure that my students are going to love them. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of cool assignments for them to do too. Um, but yeah, like this is a lockout and Lori keeps throwing this word like illegal work stoppage around. It's not a work stoppage. We are actively working. She has illegally, it is in our contract that she can't lock us out. And she did. So, yeah. So yeah, (laughs) everyone's suing each other and saying illegal, but I know which side is right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I am not an enormous respecter of the law, but like, this is this is both this is one of the rare occasions where the thing that is happening is both illegal and also just wrong. The the reporting on this just has not gotten the actual fundamental thing which is happening here which is a lockout and it's enormously frustrating in a lot of ways because you know and I'd say this okay so the, like local media reporting has been a lot better but any like any national coverage has just I've seen it's just been like yeah you know, that's going to be it for part one of this interview. Come back tomorrow for part two where we will talk more about what's actually going on inside the schools and, you know, generally do the media's job for them because Lord knows they're not actually getting it right. You can find us on Happened Here Pod on Twitter and Instagram, as usual. Uh, or you can not find us. In fact, I, I encourage you not to find us because, good Lord, the internet is bad. Uh, goodbye. It Could Happen Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.